to Disability Pride Fest 2023. Thank you. We are going to now pause to honor the land that we are on. In the first treaty following the Indian Removal Act in 1830, the state government forcibly removed the whole chunk from their home in 1832. In the decades that followed, the federal and state government sought to completely remove whole chunk from Wisconsin. Despite these attempts, Many Ho-Chunk people continue to return to their home in present-day Wisconsin. We acknowledge the circumstances that led to the forced removal of the Ho-Chunk people, and we honor their history of resistance and resilience. The Ho-Chunk Nation and the other 11 First Nations residing in the boundaries of the present-day Wisconsin remain vibrant and strong. We recognize and respect the inherent sovereignty of the 12 First Nations that reside in the boundaries of the state of Wisconsin. Let us pause. the labor acknowledgement. Today, we pay homage to the unpaid labor and forced servitude of enslaved Africans. We will never forget the violent acts committed against African humans. We collectively acknowledge the history that has benefited others who occupy this land. We also acknowledge the disparate outcomes of the descendants of Africans who were enslaved. We understand the need to educate others regarding African enslavement so that the movement towards liberation can be fulfilled. Let us take three mindful breaths. One for the ancestors, one for the current generation, and one for the future descendants of African enslavement. Thank you. All right, all right. I am so excited to present to you our wonderful, wonderful, speaker today. He's going to open us up. We are so proud to be in his presence. Let us welcome Mr. Martin Lackey Sr. from the 100 Black Men of Madison. Woo! Make some noise. I see, look out here and I see a lot of beautiful people. What does this, what does, what does disability look like? And we look out here, it looks like we have all different forms, shapes, sizes, and we are all beautiful. But we also have to live in an everyday life. So some of us have struggles, some of us have more struggles than others. 
So I just wanted to share with you guys today just a quick message. And I ain't very good at remembering stuff, so I got to have my phone to take notes if y'all don't mind. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting old, fam. I'm getting old. So I got a question. What is sickle cell anemia? Has anyone ever heard of sickle cell? sickle cell anemia? Is anyone familiar with it? All right. So sickle cell anemia is a blood disorder that is, uh, is a genetic condition where blood cells, which are normally red, they turn white and they sickle. And it causes forms of, the, it causes forms of not being able to have oxygen getting to certain points of the body, which causes pain. Uh, it's typically round, developed ridge, sickle-like shapes with abnormal shapes can cause blockages in blood vessels leading to various health complications. So I want to get into uh, growing up with sickle cell and some of the challenges that you know, I've had and some of the challenges that I've known other people have. So as some, I know some of you know, I, uh, there's, some of us have frequent hospital visits from three to five times a year, sometimes more. Uh, some of us have to deal with blood transfusions, but most of it, uh, the, the condition is usually diagnosed in early childhood during a routine newborn screening. So they do have better treatment and things out there they did not have when I was born. Uh, the treatment involves managing symptoms that enhance the quality, that can enhance your quality of life. Some of the options include pain relief medications, which, which sometimes include opiate medications, blood transfusions, and in some cases nowadays we have stem cell and uh, bone marrow transplant. Some of those treatments are still in the works. So is there a cure, is there a possible cure for sickle cell? We don't know yet, maybe they are. Uh, how does this affect my? How did this affect my children? I want to get into that because you know sometimes our kids are involved and affected in this, and we don't sometimes understand how they're how they're affected or how that causes them trauma. So my children had to grow up and watch me be on medications and come visit me. I wasn't allowed. My, I didn't allow my children to come to the hospital to see me. I still don't uh, because I don't. You know I just don't want people to see me in, in those kind of conditions. So one of the so I've had I've had to have tracks with my kids the last couple of years and and find out you know what are they going through, what are some of the things that they dealt with, dealing with sickle cell or dealing with a parent with sickle cell, and some of the things that they shared was that it was very hard for them to be around me sometimes because they never knew where my attitude level was going to be they never knew if I was going to like spaz out on them or you know just be in a bad mood most of the days I, I know when I get sick I'm in a bad mood like most people. But as a child, those are kind of sometimes hard to, for kids to understand. So, uh, so, so again, that affects my everyday living. As far as having, having to work and your everyday living will work, it's always been hard for me to keep jobs or find jobs because, you know, sometimes jobs don't care about it. They just want you to show up. They want you to show up. People, don't, people in life, though, they don't care about you having complications. The bill collector still wants his money. So at the end of the day, you still got to get up and find a way to fight through it. So, so I'll get into questions for the audience if you guys have any. But first, I want to talk about uh, how can you support? How can you support sickle cell? Well, you can support by, you know, more more, being more involved, being more informed, having more advocacy. Uh, you can have early detections and pain management and proper management with people with sickle cell. That, then that can make a significant difference in the, the average everyday life that people deal with, uh, those living with sickle cell. So let's work together. Let's keep the awareness and support up. You know, I'm 100 black men. I appreciate you guys standing here listening to my story. Thank you, folks, for your time. I appreciate you allowing me this opportunity to, to share my story. You enjoy your day. All right.
right, next coming to the stage. Our city of Madison, the Department of Civil Rights and Disability Rights Commissioners. That's right, charge them up, pump them up. Woo, woo, woo. That's right, you show love however you want to show love. We thank you. We thank you. Hello, Madison. My name is Rebecca Hoyt, my pronouns are she, hers, and I am proud to be your disability rights and services specialist, and I am proud to be disabled. <laughs> I want to thank all of you who participated in our very first disability summit over the past few days, and I want to invite you to continue to let us know what it is that you want to see in your city to promote equity and inclusion for people with disabilities. Um, I want to share with you some of uh, the remarks that were shared within our summit over the last two days. And I think that um, in sharing these, I want to also have us all commit to making these things possible in our community. Let me free up my hands for this heavy list. All right. <laughs> so you said, two city officials, you serve us. The city works because we do. Listen to our voices and meet our needs. And I want you to know that we are listening and we are going to work for you. Yes. You said that everyone should have equal opportunity to feel like they are part of a community. That being able to travel to all parts of the city should be something that is safe and that you can do independently, whether on foot, wheels, bus, or car. You said that access is safety. You want prioritization of accessible, barrier-free housing near public transportation, and you said that mental health care is housing. <laughs> you can cheer. This is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to ensure that new construction includes universal design and barrier-free amenities in housing and in recreational spaces. And you told us, you name it, there's an adaptive version of it and we need that in Madison. We need to feel safe to play in our community because play is healing and play is connection. You want more and easier uh, accessible gender, um, more and easier to find accessible gender inclusive restrooms in public buildings. Yes. You want gender neutral shelters for the unhoused policies and practices that make public spaces safe for people who are immunocompromised because the pandemic is not over for all of us. That's right. You need to be able to access emergency assistance without interactions with law enforcement. You told us that we, we as a city need to develop opportunities for our community to learn about disability culture, history, identity, and pride and all of its intersections with race, gender, and other oppressive systems. You told us that more opportunities for disabled residents to connect with each other and build community are necessary. You told us that we need to uh, better support caregivers and support parents to raise empowered disabled children. At the summit over these past two days, you let us know that we need to center race in our disability work. 
that we need to be mindful of the intersections of disability, sustainability, socioeconomics, language access, and plain language. You told us that we should engage and hire people with disabilities to consult in city planning. You want more representation of people with disabilities on boards, commissions, and committees. You want more opportunities to engage with the city in accessible virtual spaces. You want develop, us to develop ways for residents to better connect with what's going on in the city. And today, I want to make a commitment that I will do everything in my power to dream these dreams with you and to share in the future that you vision. Thank you so much. And it is now my pleasure to introduce one of our disability rights commissioners, Nikki Van Mullen. Thank you. I, I appreciate all the love here. Um, my name is Nikki Van Mullen. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I am here because I'm not supposed to be here. I was born 12 years before the ADA existed. I was supposed to be institutionalized at six. I got a law degree instead. There is nothing that can be done. There is nothing that we cannot do as long as we have the accommodations and people willing to work with us. I'm on the transportation committee for the city. I'm on the dis I'm a disability rights commissioner and I just started my third term on the school board for MMSD. My mission is to make sure that people realize not only are we here, we exist and we demand to be treated same as everyone else. Diversity and inclusion is not okay if you do not include disabled people, period. So I'm asking you, when we create these disabled spaces and this inter intersectionality, realize that anyone can, be can become disabled at any time, and it's our job to make sure that we include everyone, not just the few, not just the, oh, those who can get there. No, our job is to make it accessible, to make it affordable, and to make sure we realize that we are an integral part of Madison society. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Norm Davis. I'm a civil rights director for the city of Madison. My pronouns are he and him. And we're here to be in solidarity with our whole community, all right? I'm very excited that you all are here. I'm so thankful uh, to the community. I'm so thankful to our DCR staff, so thankful to our commissioners, so thankful to uh, the mayor, our elected officials, and all that are supporting this event. Uh, this is such critical work. Uh, and, and I'm very, very grateful to our community partners uh, and Disability Pride. Uh, this is such a critical event uh, that we continue uh, to lift up and to celebrate and to hear the needs of the community. I want to let you know that the Department of Civil Rights is here for you. Uh, the we're your Department of Civil Rights. And just as Rebecca was uh, talking about what we heard, we want to hear more. And we want to continue to hear, and not only hear, but we want to act. We want to take what we have heard, and we want to act. Uh, <clears throat> one of the things that we decided uh, some years back in the department is that we're not, uh, we're not about any business unless we're about the business of providing access. Access is the key deliverable for our department. 
and we provide access, but we also educate. Uh, so events like this help us to raise the profile of the needs in the community, raise the profile of expectations of the community, and provide that education. And then our department also is on the accountability side. It's our job to make sure that everybody is doing what they're supposed to do in order that the entire community, the whole community, can have the access that they need and deserve. Uh, so I'm really grateful to be here. Um, and, and, and I want to also let you know that we're working on some of the, um, some of the, some of the front lines, uh, not just in Madison, but also to extend these uh, values that we have in Madison throughout our region and throughout the nation and even beyond. One of the, one of the key things that we can do is impact the communities around us. We know that uh, we call Madison, what, 77 square miles surrounded by reality? But we know that we don't exist in a bubble. And so we need to impact communities like Sun Prairie and Verona and uh, uh, Middleton and uh, McFarland and other communities so that uh, wherever we are, that we have that coverage, we have that access that we need for our entire community. So I want to let you know that we're working on that front as well. We want to encourage you uh, to whatever extent you feel comfortable uh, to get in touch with our department, to get involved in city government. We have boards, commissions, and committees, as you heard Nikki talking about. And we encourage you uh, to get involved and to continue to let your voice be heard. So thank you so much for these few minutes of, uh, of listening to us. And uh, we hope that you have a, a great rest of your day. Thank you. Hi, folks. I'm Will Ringland. I'm the chair of the Disability Rights Commission. I will be brief. Uh, at the summit last night, we talked a lot about equity and justice and what that actually means. What is the end goal? How can we get there? Where are we going? And I want to reiterate something that was said during, said during the summit, that equity is a process. It requires all of us to work together continuously to make things better for everyone, not just ourselves, every single other person out there. I got involved with the commission to do just that seven years ago. And I would highly recommend that if you have an opinion, an idea, policy, procedures that you want to see the city do, bring yourselves to the Disability Rights Commission. We have a meeting coming up on the third. But apply to join us, bring us your vision, help us make the city more equitable and more just for everybody. Thank you. going to send some big shout outs, okay? I want to say thank you to Wisconsin Board of Person and Developmental Disabilities. I want to say thank you to Exact Science, or should I say we, DPM, want to say thank you to Madison Arts Commission, Moving Out, My Choice, Wisconsin Madison, Summit Credit Union, UW Health, Walmart, Wispack, Wart, Access to Independence, Collaboration for Good, Disability Rights, Wisconsin, Group Health, GHC, True Stage, Willie Street Co-op, Equity by Design, Wisconsin Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, 
and Mad Town Mamas. Where you at? <laughs> yes, yes. We are all in cahoots. We need our allies. We need our co-conspirators. I see my people out there. Dr. Floyd is in the house. I see you. Thank you so much. Yes, 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 yes. We are excited to be here. As we move throughout our day, let us be mindful of each other. Let us be mindful of our unique needs. Yes, yes, yes. Let us give and take and find joy, moments of joy. And please stay hydrated, <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right. We are selling raffle tickets. Raffle tickets are being sold by our ladies right up front with their costumes. They're looking wonderful. Please buy a raffle ticket. There are lots of great prizes in there, all right? Yes, yes, and yes. I'm here uh, to acknowledge the work that the excellent staff of the city of Madison do um, on disability rights and disability pride every day. Um, and so we have some great staff here. We also have one of our amazing school board members, Nikki Vandermeulen, is here with us. Let's give her a round of applause. She does amazing work. Nikki is a tireless advocate for disability rights within the school district. And so I really respect the work that she does. Um, and we have, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know your title. Disability... Disability Rights and Services Specialist, and we have our Director of Civil Rights here as well. Um, and one thing that I get to do, which is super fun in my job, is I get to do proclamations. And so I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's kind of long. But I am going to read a few pieces of it that I think are important. So this is a mayoral proclamation. Whereas... Disability Pride Month celebrates the anniversary of the signing of landmark legislation, the Americans with Disabilities Act. And whereas people with disabilities are the largest and most diverse minority within the population, representing all abilities, ages, races, ethnicities, religions, and socioeconomic backgrounds. And whereas the city of Madison celebrates the diversity of all its residents and recognizes that we are at our best when each of us is included and thriving. And whereas July 29, 2023 marks the 10th anniversary of the Disability Pride Madison Festival, 10 years. Now, therefore, be it resolved that I, Satya Rhodes-Conway, Mayor of Madison, Wisconsin, I'm going to let her catch up, it's a long name, <laughs> Mayor of Madison, Wisconsin, do hereby proclaim July 25th, 2023, as Disability Pride Madison Day in the city of Madison. 
So there's the proclamation, and we will display it. And uh, encourage you all. You all can take a look if you want. Uh, encourage you all to enjoy the festival, enjoy the gorgeous weather we're having, and please spend your money at the vendors, support them for being here, and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you all so much. <laughs>